player. And welcome to Versus Player Season 2. This episode, we'll be talking about fun stuff like Star Wars and more Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker, The Mandalorian, Jedi Fallen Order, a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. And on to the episode. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jonathan. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. I'm usually Jono, but you know, it works. Jonathan, it sounds more formal. Yeah. Okay. I like Season two. I'm Joseph. Season two. And you are? Jason then. I guess no, so. it's I, weird. I think, I'm, I think, yeah. I'm Jono. Joe. Jack, Jace. Done. Why are we doing this again? It seems like because it. it seems I'm, like I'm on the wrong podcast. You are. Because I, this is about Star Wars. It is. Funny that. But you, you have seen as much Star Wars as we have seen. I feel like I have to. Though. But not like I'm played kind as of, much. I've definitely not played as much. The last Star Wars game that I played was Jedi Knight 2. It was the multiplayer one where you uh, ran around with lightsabers. Very cool. Up, up, up. Yep. One of my favorites. Whatever noise they That's exactly what it is. That was yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was. So, mini lightsaber. So I'm going to guide this episode in terms of what we're going to talk about. Because sure. I think there's going to be some controversy. There's going to be some arguments. There's going to be some agreements. And, and some spoilers. Oh, there point. are going to be so many spoilers. And you'll, you'll announce when the spoilers start and those spoilers may cover a wide range of topics or just yeah. one topic. So yeah. at some point you should leave. So at this point, or I'd stop. consider leaving around about now. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we're just going straight into it then. We straight are. into the spoilers. We we're going to start with something happy. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. Something happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hmm. Uh, I, <laughs> no, one of those. We'll see ugly. how the conversation yeah. goes. I think, I personally think, from the three of us, The Mandalorian is going to be a pretty sweet topic. Yes. It's an excellent show. There we go. So the, see, agreeance straight away. Yep. It doesn't, um, I mean, I know it's Star Wars, but it doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. But I it, appreciate that there are Star Wars elements to it. And, you know, The Mandalorian is clearly one of those things. And, you know, there's TIE fighters. Oops, spoiler. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that kind of stuff. But, like, it doesn't feel, it feels like a Western. Which is what, in a lot of ways, what Star Wars originally yeah. felt like. You watch A New Hope and those long, slow moments that they have in The Mandalorian that you haven't seen in the prequels or the sequel movies is what you had in Star Wars originally. Wasn't Star Wars originally meant to be based off like Seven Samurai or the Fortress of something? Yeah, or yeah but like- I mean the whole Mos Eisley part of A New Hope. Like I love the original Star Wars movies, but it's quite boring. Like it's very slow and right. you know setting up the characters and all of that. But I think it does that well, and I think that that, exactly. that brings it, more to it. And this is why I think everyone's enjoying The Mandalorian more because yeah. I it's think really well paced. It is, and I think it's something that had only been done on TV. I don't think they could have done that pacing in a movie. No, and we've not seen. And here's some massive spoilers, but you've not seen the kind of death of characters besides really in Rogue One. Like, you know, the, the season throughout it, you've had really cool characters that have just come and gone very, very quickly. Right. Um, which is great because yeah. this is the show about this central character and it's kind of sticking to that. I, I like how it ended. Can I ask some questions? Ask um, away. So it, it explains what Mandalorians are and they're not, they're not a people, they're a creed, Yeah. right? But anybody can be a Mandalorian if you... Seems like it. Definitely. Yeah. And did we know that before this? We didn't uh, know anything before because nothing's canon. So there's canon. no books uh, or nothing? Actually, nothing's no, canon anymore. No. Besides... Uh, Star Wars Rebels is still canon and there's okay. a lot of Mandalorian in okay, that. Yes, you're right. Which I don't think you've seen as Not much yet. Yeah. Stepping away from that for a second though, like even Knights of the Old Republic apparently is now canon because like Darth yeah, Revan has been... I saw that. Mentioned I didn't in see that. Okay. what the new Star Wars film. In some sort of... It was called, like, it was like Revan's Order yeah. or something. So, something like that. Okay. 
So, but um, I don't know if that brings everything from like the old Republic with it, or just that character. And so we didn't really know anything about Mandalorians properly, except you've seen Rebels. Did, yeah. it, did it show? Like, was, was Boba Fett in that, or is it like a different Mandalorian? Or um, no, in uh, actually, Clone Re- Wars, Boba Fett, Clone so. Wars, and Rebels both have extra explanation to the Mandalorians as a people as well as a creed. But yeah, this so this whole more- this is the way thing is that brand new. I've never heard it before. Yeah, no, yeah, I haven't heard it before so. either. I think yeah. it's just, yeah. And what about that uh, blacksmith woman? Yeah, no, we she haven't seen cool. anything was like cool, her before. She, we've never seen anything like her before. No. no and no. this guy, I forgot his name. He's got a he's got an actual name. He does. Um, didn't we look it up? Like, no, I, I looked it up with someone else today. They said it in the last um, episode. Mm. Dejin. I can't remember. Jer- it's a cool name. Something like, yeah, it's, it's a cool Star Wars sounding name. Yeah. Right. And so, and he's never existed before. This is brand new. No, he's brand new. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just, I didn't know what. We've never explored this. Um, they've never explored on TV or movies this part of the Star Wars universe, which is the time period after Return of the Jedi and before The Force Awakens. It's five years after Return of the Jedi. Can I ask you both another question? Sure. That's not Baby Yoda, is it? Like timeline-wise, that can't be Yoda. No, it's not. It's not Yoda, the character, but it's the same species. But it. But we don't know what that species is. Yeah, and is it like a clone of Yoda? Is a, is a yeah, lot true. of people are saying that. Like it could be. Uh, is, so clones are clearly a big deal in Star Wars. Like yeah. there's a whole movie around yeah. it. Anybody the, can be a clone. The guy, the one who gave him the mission at the very beginning had some sort of clothing yeah. on him, a, a symbol of something that was very similar to the Geonosians. Who the were the cloners in? No, the um, is it Geonosians? Uh, no, no, because they're the chameleons. Chameleons, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Sorry, thank you. That's all right. Um, what, what kind of Star Wars? Yeah, what kind of Star Wars? What's happening? Jeez. Um, anyway, he had some something on him that was kind of their symbol or something like that. So there was a bit of a hint that maybe he's a cloner, and that's what it was about. Yeah, maybe he wanted to eat him. Who knows? Right. But can we just all agree that Baby Yoda is whatever we're calling him Baby Yoda? Yeah. He's like the cutest character you've ever seen. Oh, fantastic. Well, I mean it made he, the show. It he, absolutely made the show. It is. I like the fact that he was a puppet as well. But perfect. Um I don't think it would have worked if he was CGI. No. I think it was a little both, wasn't he? There were times where I'm sure he was CGI. I think only in one episode there was one part where he was CGI. So I yeah, nine times out of ten puppet. Because the actor was like, you shouldn't have made him CGI, you should have just kept on going with puppet. Uh, but the majority of the time, yeah, yeah, it was puppet, yeah, vast majority, right. Anyway, like he's he's kind of been designed to sell toys, absolutely. Oh, like he's totally. he's like kind of like a porg or like a Groot or uh, what yeah. else? What other things? An Ewok, there? I guess. Yeah. Were Ewoks designed for that reason? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did it yeah. work? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So kids had Ewok toys. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And and they they're already like the, after the third episode, I was already seeing all these mock ups for. You know, pop vinyls and yeah. you know, teddies and hot things toys like that. and Hasbro's yeah. whole range. Everyone's- Major Nelson has made him his uh his little uh, Xbox avatar. Oh, has he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just I saw you had Major Nelson as your friend on. Isn't he for everybody's friend? Just not Nelson. automatically. Just- Don't you have Major Nelson? <laughs> I do. I think everybody follows that. So yeah, but he adds him like he's a friend. Like like is in it's not just like a follower. Like he looks like he's somebody. Yeah. Who's, he Although, pops up until the difference between friends and followers. I. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that. Next yeah. I, I met Major Nelson. That's a story for another time, but I don't know if I've ever told that you guys a, that. No, that is a story anyway, for another time. Seen, Mandalorian. Seen, yeah. Smells, smells like a segment. And how cool mm. was that? I, I'm so bad with names of characters, but the bounty hunter woman who was with him. Uh, she Cara, was, who was... She's awesome. Yeah. Who, UFC for Rebel her. Shock. Yeah. Uh, Rebel uh, Shock Trooper. That's right. Re- yeah. Rebel Shock Trooper. Yeah. I'm so bad with names. Um, is she from something else or is she just in this? Just in this. Yeah. She's so cool. She was a great... 
Was she WWE mm. or? I thought she was UFC, UFC. or MMA. Or Whichever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't follow those She's things. cool. Yeah. But she was very cool. Look, well, all the supporting characters. Um, well, not all. Who's not? Uh, I, I, think, I know you're going to say. Who is it? That woman from. No. Um, I know who he's going to say. Kimmy Schmidt. She was terrible. She, Kimmy Schmidt. Which one? Yeah, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. The, the, oh, the, the mechanic one, woman. The mechanic no, I liked woman. her. Did I thought, you, I thought, I thought it was fun. fun. Yeah. It was fun. She was great in Kimmy Schmidt. She just played the same character. And for me, it didn't I think fit in that world. I haven't seen Kimmy Schmidt, so yeah. that explains yeah. it. Who? Um, I know who you're talking about. The guy, I can never remember his name either, who played Apollo Creed in, That's exactly right. in um, Rocky movies. So in one of the later episodes, I think it was episode, like the last two episodes got 100% so Rotten Tomatoes. Seven and eight. Seven is what you're saying. So thinking. seven and eight both got 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Seven was meant to be like, everyone was like, this is the best episode so far until yeah. they came out. Um, and it, in my opinion, was the poorest episode purely due to this guy's acting. Like Star Wars has always been a little bit campy, but it just took me out of it. Yeah. Uh, Ali said, my wife, she said, this the dialogue, she loved the show, but she's like, the dialogue is like a video game. Absolutely. And it, that's very That's a very fantastic right. way. It was like, yeah. they're walking in and explaining things, what's going on. A lot yeah. of exposition. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was a bit like that. But Although on that side, I'm really impressed at how well the fan service is done in this series in comparison to something I'll talk about later. But just little things like um, the coloring of the Stormtrooper's armor who had the flamethrower. Yep. has been used before in toys, in the background in movies, in video games. Um, the And this is a big spoiler, the TIE fighter that Moff Gideon flies and lands. So cool when it landed. And the way it folds up was concept art from way, way back. So no TIE fighter has ever folded up like that I've in never the seen movies? That. Not, not exactly like that, but um, that particular shape and design and the way it did for a standard TIE fighter was, yeah, early concept art. I have to say that out of all TV shows that I've seen, including even the later seasons of Game of Thrones, and this is purely on visuals, not on the actual show, um, is, is impre- most impressive oh, in Mandalorian fantastic. because it felt like they had a movie budget. Yeah. I mean, it's John Favreau, right? Like, and yeah. it's Disney. They're both loaded. But like, <laughs> like the fact that they chose not to make the TIE fighter like not as graphically as impressive as it was. I yeah. thought I was just watching a clip out of a movie mm. and it probably cost them nothing extra to do that anyway. They've got those graphics and things yeah. ready to go. I, I don't know how it works. But I know with the Marvel shows, they have the Marvel TV shows that are, are coming they doing up, the same thing? they've said that the budget on a season is as much as the budget on a movie would be. So over the season, it's spread out over however many episodes. Yeah. I would imagine that this, this show cost a lot of money. Like look at the directors they had. Look at the talent that yep. they had. Um yeah, it wasn't. I don't think they, you know, spared no expense. I love how three of the directors were actually the X-wing pilots in that episode that where they called in the X-wings against that uh, New Republic prison ship. That's cool. Yeah, I read that afterwards. That was, it was three of the main directors. So speaking of cool, not cameos, I guess, but in the last two episodes where they had all those stormtroopers, they didn't have enough stormtrooper costumes so they've got the yes, 501st i was gonna i was honestly watching that and i was wondering how many of these guys are the 501st it was yeah. so cool right yeah that, that's brilliant what yeah. are the 501st though they're a um a charity organization that like dressing up in star wars costumes we've mentioned them before in a previous i think so and yeah. we've seen them at um but but we worked with them at um we did the work with them. We did. records yeah thing. but their their armor is like exact it is that's how you get in like you have to have movie accurate Costume and who judges if it's movie accurate? Somebody um, they have they, like they've they got have, strict criteria. Yeah, they've got they've got ranks within the. They've got like some first. guy somewhere who watches the movies nonstop all the time, and it's just burning his brain. It's guys that have built the armors themselves and yeah. know exactly what to look for. Yeah. And who have worked on a lot of them worked on the movies and things as well. There was a there was a chrome looking. It was like a chrome kind of color. Like what's phasma? Is the name phasma? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a chrome looking one in one of the episodes as well? 
Like a trooper? Yeah, like th- there, there were a bunch of troopers that lined up before they pulled out that weird Gatling oh, that, gun. In the black armor. Was that black, was it? Yeah, they were death troopers from what you saw first in Rogue One, who since popped up in Rebels, and they seem to be always guarding a moth or a director or a Wait, hold on. What's official. a moth? Is a moth a title? Yeah. Is it like a Darth? It's a title. It, it's it's more like a regional governor. So is moth under Darth? Yeah. Is Darth the highest? Yeah, Darth is, is usually the title given to a Sith Lord. Right. And there so, can only be two. And Palpatine isn't a Darth. Yeah, he was he was Darth Sidious. Oh, right. Wait, is Palpatine... Palpatine's he's like, forget it, I don't care. Um, <laughs> uh, Actually, okay. that's a good, as good a time as any. Can so, I just say one more thing, though? The music yeah. in The Mandalorian oh, was unbelievable. Amazing. And the art so at the end good. of the episode. Yeah. The art looked better than the actual people. Like I said, <laughs> I would like... I love like, the that, art. that episode where they had the Twi'lek person, yeah. Um, yeah. the brother and the sister, yeah. very cool. Yeah. It felt like an episode of Buffy, but very cool. But um, the art for them looked... So much cooler than what they looked yeah, like. Yeah. Not that it was bad. It was just they looked, I don't know, not yep. as menacing or something. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Very cool series. Okay. So we agree on The Mandalorian. So let's talk about the the um, the hardest part at the moment, Rise of Skywalker. Because I know the opinions are split. And it's funny, the way we're seated right now, and we may put up a picture or a video of this in the future, but it's, it's pretty much divided down the middle. So I've got... Joe, who's a bit of a fan of Rise of Skywalker, am I correct in saying that? I really liked it. Yeah, I've only seen it once. Yep, did I? And we saw it together, John. We saw it together. And, and, as, and I as they in. say, once is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's good. So I'm right in the middle, and on the opposite side, we've got Jace, who and in the other corner. In the other corner. When when we finished right. watching it, though, like I was, I was gonna say I was underwhelmed. You know, I can lot, see it in your it. face. I yeah. was a bit. Um, because of what happened in the one in the Last Jedi, uh, and this there were the so many there were so <laughs> many twists and things that happened in that movie that obviously they didn't plan for this movie, so they had to kind of make up for it yeah. and, and fit things in, and it just didn't all work. And the pacing of the movie, I didn't love, and there were things about it like I just wish it was just Kylo Ren and Ray. And get rid of Poe Dameron. I loved him in The Force Awakens. I have not liked him in the last two movies. I think he's a know-it-all who doesn't know anything really. And he's just, yeah, he's not he's not a Han Solo type character. Is that who he's supposed to be? I think so. I think he's supposed to be the the, the, the brash kind of, you know, cocky kind of character. But he just comes across as... I didn't like him as much in this last movie, but I didn't mind his character arc in, in Last Jedi because he, he started off way too cocky, which caused problems and he didn't learn from that lesson until the very end of the movie. Yeah. Um, and I would have liked to see that played up a little bit more, but it, they seemed to go the opposite way in Rise of Skywalker where he was still really cocky at the start of it and then was given the rank of general towards the end and, you know. I, I think, like I'm, like I said, I've only seen it once, but with um, The Last Jedi, when I finished watching that, I really, I, I, I love the first viewing of it. Yeah. With this, I finished watching it and I was like a bit indifferent. Yeah. I reckon I'm going to like this going forward where I, I can't really, I don't like the, See, the last, the, the, what's the last one called? Last the Jedi. Last Jedi. I just. I've rewatched it a couple of times I, since. I, I don't like it as and much. And I'm enjoying it more every time I see it. Really? Yeah. I do not. But as a consequence, it makes me dislike Rise of Skywalker more each time because it feels like they just took everything that they changed and went a little differently on 
uh, and you're taking a different spin on mm. moving forward because how do you move forward by changing and having different things happen and took it all away in Rise of Skywalker and just went, well, let's see what the fans would like most. Yeah, and it didn't there was feel, a lot of that. It didn't feel like it. I mentioned before fan service in The Mandalorian, which I've loved. It's felt right and it hasn't been chucked in because it was something they thought the fans would like. It's been chucked in because it actually suited the story and the fan service just ended up being a bonus. There was fan service for fan service. Oh, of course. Was. Well. Yeah, there always is. But I yeah. think some things were, were done really well mm. and they were subtle and a lot of casual watchers would not know yeah, that it was well, fan absolutely. something that was done really well. Well, the the thing I mentioned about the um, the flame trooper and his his color of his armor, or it bring back the death troopers, or um, this is for Rise of the Skywalker. No, this was all for the Mandalorian. What did, what did did Rise of the Skywalker do oh. anything well though? Well, in your opinion, I, I did like characters that they brought back. I did like um, the looks and designs of ships and things, but I just thought nothing added to the mythology of the story. Was there a moment in it that was really cool? So in was it the last one of one of the last Jedi with the um the hyperspace um ship ramming into the that was cool that was awesome um one of the Star Wars that I probably didn't like um was had a scene with Darth Vader walking down a hallway yeah um, Rogue One I, I like that that was cool that was good but Rogue One I didn't like oh really I that's like I love Rogue One I watched it favorites. again recently yeah. I loved it yeah it, it's to be honest with you it's hard as um somebody who is not a Star Wars fan, um, and everybody is, everybody is. Like, in some way, everybody kind of likes Star Wars yeah. a little bit. And, like, as I've mentioned before, I'm sure I've mentioned, like, in another podcast, like, I know you guys love it, and this is a podcast, and I'm... But, like, I genuinely thought that this was the worst movie I have seen <laughs> in a long time. Really? Like, it's not... It's. I'm not doing this to rile no, you guys no, up. No, I'm not no. doing this just to be con yeah. controversial. I'm not a Star Wars fan. It's very apparent. I don't know why I'm not because almost everything in my life says I should be in terms of my interests. But no, but I think you've always been more fantasy than sci-fi. While well, it, I mean, it depends. Like you know, I love like Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies of yeah. all time. But that isn't full on sci-fi. And then like Interstellar, that's sci-fi. But then like I don't know, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. I, I, it just. I was with five people who all have varying interests. That's who I watched with. Five different people who all had varying interests and nobody walked out happy. Yeah. Everybody was like, what did I just watch? I think and it was the same. lost interest. I think it was the same for everyone who we went yeah. with, what, like 14 people? You had a yeah. big group, yeah. And I think, well, one of, one of the guys fell asleep. Man, so he's a I, massive Star Wars fan. Yeah. Our, biggest, our biggest Star Wars pacing. fan in our group fell asleep. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was I, I think the pacing was off. And yeah. I think... <laughs> Like I said, for me, like you asked what was really cool in the movie, I really loved Kylo Ren and Ray. And yeah, that was great. Just Do you the, the like way what happened with them? Like she was actually a Palpatine and all that sort of stuff? Oh, that was fine. I, I, I don't yeah, think... Well, she, you could, it was pretty I, clear I, she wasn't meant to be, though. I think, I think it was cool how she was... Just the person. Like, why Why does it all have to be so yeah. much everyone's got to be? But she wasn't just a person in the end. But she was, exactly. But in the last one, the she last was, one she that's was you're she nothing, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I, like, I love the throne rooms, whatever it yeah. was, where they killed, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Snoke. Where they killed, that was, a, that was yeah, my that was favorite fantastic. scene by far in yeah. the last movie. Was Snoke meant to be a bigger deal? I think he? he was going to be in this one as the big bad still. I think that was the, uh, who knows? Who knows? Right. I, I, I don't understand. Well, for one, this is like a, podcast mainly about video games let's talk about the fact that they had glados 
in the movie at the end with Palpatine on the train. Oh, I really? Oh, that yeah. was good. It was so yeah. nice, right? I'm like, look at this. This is awesome. It's space, you know, whatever. That was um, that was hilarious. Um, that the, the scene where they were fighting on the broken Death Star, that whole yeah, you know, that and when they were in there, that looked really cool. But that was that was awesome. I really love that that fight scene there. Um, and I and I like how you know Kylo Ren became Ben at the end. I thought that yeah. was cool. And he got more of a time as Ben than as Vader did in Return of the Jedi as Anakin, which was nice. It was nice to see. So you could see where it was going though. You could see it from like 15 minutes before. Oh yeah. I couldn't not- see a lot. And the reason was that I just didn't follow what was going on. It just kept jumping around. Yeah. Well, and before you jump into that, can I talk about my underwhelming things of course. as a fan? Because I, while I actually agree with most of Joe's points in terms of um, the stuff you liked, I, I felt very similar to that. For me, most of the fan service stuff, now you guys know I love spaceships. Yeah. You know, if, if we were to cast each other as characters from the Lego movie, I'm Benny. But... <laughs> <laughs> But um, they were my most disappointing scenes in the movie. Like uh, all the space battles were just completely disappointing to me. I can't, I, I, I got to say that final space battle when all the ships came in. Yeah. I wanted little flashes. I wanted to see the Outrider in there. Yeah. I wanted to see the Ghost. I wanted to see all these well, ships. And, I, and but, um, supposedly yeah. the Ghost is there. But I wanted. Well, sorry, what's the Ghost? These are ships from like the oh, Outrider oh, is from um, Shadows of the Empire, which is my favorite Star Wars old you know non-canon story um i wanted i wanted that to be the fan service i wanted yeah. to see like throw throw um serenity in the background like you know do really fun things like that serenity is in the ship as in Firefly. Firefly, Firefly, yeah. yeah wouldn't that be cool like why not that? yeah why they've not? done that they've done stuff like that before they had a they Actually, had a shoe in um return of empire strikes back in the asteroid scene you know they can do what they like like it's it's a right. silly movie like it'd be fun I think that would have been cool. I was disappointed with the fan service, the lacking of fan service in that final battle because they were just well. The fan service was there, but it was so minuscule and not paid off on. Like it, it didn't you. So that scene where all of the um, what was the beating? Yeah. Um, that scene where all of the uh, resistance fleet jump in to come and destroy those star destroyers. Now, first up, I like star destroyers. And having a fleet, a of, lot of Star Destroyers. Having a fleet of them that all have the same weapon as the Death Star, just it ended up feeling really underwhelming. It was yeah. like this isn't a threat at all. <laughs> like we're all going to come destroy all these things. What? It was very silly. It was, and like you know, I like big, powerful weapons, but it, they didn't feel fun. Were there? And can I ask? Were there people on these ships? Yeah, all of them were staffed by apparently, you know, all the the crowd around Palpatine that were watching yeah. Palpatine and Ray. Apparently, they're all Sith devotees, and their children. Other, what are they all the eating on this planet that that has no? Who life? knows? This, this is each it. other. This is it. This all these bits and pieces seem really like how could they build a fleet so big and have a a group so big without so, anybody else? Has knowing? any other Star Wars explained that kind of stuff? Supposedly, it, I I've read a few things, not not yeah. a lot, but supposedly there wasn't a built fleet necessarily. It might have been that when the when the Death Star, you know, when they when the Rebels won. They went into hiding, a yeah, lot of them and things like that. But even still, like in that time, I know it's thirty years, and yes, they could build it. But how did no one notice? Yeah, like that's a it's lot like of for, what is it, forbidden zone or something? Yeah, it's, it's still a lot unknown. of. But the the thing for me that really got me at the end, besides all of that, was the the whole mission that um, Finn had was to blow up these two radar dishes, but they couldn't 
shoot them from space <laughs> and shoot them. But the way that they did it at the end was by shooting it with the shit with the thing from the Star Destroyer. Yeah, that with was, the laser. That made no sense. That was did they did they watch the movie when they finished it thinking that's anyway, it. That, that, like, that didn't, didn't they also jump onto the ship and then take off? They were running on it. That and again, that was from Battlefront Two. Um, but ah. hold on, like, okay, what about the whole that. breathing in space deal? No, they were in space. They were in atmosphere. Yeah. That was the, that was actually, and this wasn't explained well. That was the whole plot. The only way they could launch these ships out of the atmosphere of this planet and into space, so they could go and terrorize the entire galaxy, was. Had something to do with two radar dishes. Two radar dishes. Why they didn't have one on every ship is beyond. That kind of feels similar to the whole Death Star and there being that one weak point that you can get into, though, right? Like Star Wars has always done that sort of stuff. They have, but this felt really weak. Like it was, there was all all the things that they kept on saying that they had to do was it was always questions of like, isn't it just easier to shoot it with this massive fleet of made no sense. Yeah, and I got to say, like I know what you're saying about the exhaust port thing in A New Hope, even though it's been explained in Rogue One, even before it was explained, I still think that was really cool. Yeah, like, that makes sense that they've they've somehow figured out there's this one little weakness, whatever. But there was, there was an effort to do that. Exactly. While this, these radar well, the whole towers film is kind of based around that, isn't it? That finding the weakness, and yeah. yeah, the plans and yep. all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and this is it. it. It treaded too much of the same ground, but did it so much more poorly than. Than any of the previous movies, and that fan service with the re, uh, resistance fleet that I was talking about before, like I spotted a lot of the ships that they said would be in the background, and they're there, but they're there for such a fleeting second. Yeah, I wanted, and to- they do nothing. Mm. Like I don't see them fly. Rogue One, the space battle. I see the ghosts from Rebels appear in three separate scenes, moving around, and I feel like they're actually part of the battle. Yeah. In this, all these ships jumped in, and then I saw them do nothing else. Yep. What's so good about Falcon. this ghost ship? Oh, nothing. It's, it's more. It's the fan service part. It's just that it's you're getting you. You know that characters that you've seen in previous series exist in this universe yep. and are actually helping in the battle. But it oh. didn't feel like they were doing that. Even um, there's an appearance by the original actor who played Wedge Antilles, yep. who's a big character in the fiction. Bigs and Wedge, right? Yeah, is it big, Bigs and Wedge are both from yeah from A New Hope, which are also from Final Fantasy. And there's a cool oh, really? comic <laughs> series, Bigs and Wedge, a comedy co- comic series. I read when I was younger. They uh, just flashed in my mind. Yeah. Well, yeah, Biggs and Wedge were Final Fantasy. They've been in oh, really? most of them, I think, or some okay. of them. And then they're yeah, in Star so, Wars as well. Yeah, yeah, so Wedge was always there. And they got him back for this movie. And, and he they got, appears they got all of them, though. Two didn't seconds. Didn't yes. they get a whole bunch of people from the New Hope? I didn't flying? Okay. Uh, yeah. John Williams was in it. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah I, I noticed I that. I was really it. disappointed. This is the first Star Wars movie where R2D2 has not had, like, in, in when R2D2 is was he, a yeah? big character. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. No. It didn't, like, well, he, he, he um, saved the day in all the other movies in some way, shape, yeah. or form in the, in the main canon line, the, the nine, but he didn't do anything in this. Well, even JJ Abrams' character, that new droid, DO, was interesting, but I don't think he added anything to the story in any way, shape, or form. So this is, is it. Well, there's already toys of him out, so maybe that's the reason. That's what the last what he added to the series. Is this, Jono, a good segue into the best Star Wars droid, the new Star Wars droid for a very, very long time since R two D two, the the best Star Wars droid, which is in which is in Jedi Fallen Order. So short version of this game, it's like Star Wars with lightsabers, but it might as well be dark. No, um, no, Dark Uncharted Souls. with lightsabers and Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls and Uncharted had yeah, a baby, had a baby. In the Star Wars with, with a twist, with a in with a with a pinch of Prince of Persia, which I really love because yeah. I haven't played Prince of Persia. For All right, a long so time. break it down for me. Why is it these games? 
So gameplay wise, there's a lot of puzzle solving like the Uncharted series. Okay. Mixed with action. Wall and, running, climbing, but, the, but quicker than Uncharted. So like sliding as well, which you've not had in a So the combat is like Dark Souls, right? So if you're being yeah. able to like Dark Souls is a this slow is, this game. This is where I struggle. It's a, yeah. it's a slow game. I don't. I don't think it was for me. I've I've not played a lot of Dark Souls. You played Sekiro, though. Sekiro, and I played Bloodborne. Yeah. Um, this is like an action game, but it is hard. I, yeah. I, I started Are people not saying like, that it's Dark Souls because it's hard. It's got the bonfires, so you go to these meditation points, yeah. and everyone comes back. And also, blocking is really important. In terms, yeah. Which is I'm horrible at. I just, you know what? I got to admit it. I'm a little bit of a button masher at times, and I go in just swinging my lightsaber, Absolutely. hoping to take everything out, do and you, it's not happening. Because it's a feel, lightsaber. Exactly. You should be able to. <laughs> do you feel like you're using a lightsaber, or do you feel like you're using a weapon that looks like a lightsaber, but is actually depends really just on who a, you're fighting. 50-50. Yep. Yeah. I think it absolutely depends. So when it's, somebody shoots at you, for example, is there a thing that oh yeah. deflecting back at, at really stormtroopers cool. is the best, and is that challenging to do? No, that's a. Uh, but you can that, time, to time it oh, perfectly. Yeah, to, no, to to, it, yeah, you can just block indefinitely, but to time it so you um, hit it back at them, that's deflect it back at them. That's that takes right. a tiny bit of getting used to and yeah. skill. But once you pick that up, it's it's really satisfying. And so, um, what's the go with this droid? Oh, it's a bit, It's such a cool droid. It sits on his shoulder. It's really small. BD one. Um, BD one. Yeah, buddy. Um, and again, doesn't talk like the new droid in Star Wars. No. What was the? Does it have a voice no, or is it beeping at you? It's no, it's beeping at you. At you. Okay. And it, it's just, it's really cute. And it, and it actually helps fight. And Yeah, he's, he's got a really good mechanic because you you find um, repair tables throughout the world and you he gets new abilities. So it's a way for the game to keep unlocking new abilities despite the fact your character couldn't learn something like that in two seconds. And in, <laughs> in the lore, when does it take place in the Star Wars universe? Uh, it's set again in that space between uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. What, and, what and numbers it, are they? Sorry, uh, three and four. So the, the very so first the movie came. End of the prequels. In, yeah, end yeah. of the prequels. Start gotcha. the original. Okay. Yeah. And it, and it has. So Darth Vader's in it then. Uh, I well, I'm sure Joe knows more than I do because I'm. About, I finished it. I don't want to. What say am it I? Too much. Like halfway through. Jono hasn't finished it, so we're not going to go into. Where, where massive am I up to? Halfway through. I think you're just over halfway. Yeah. Okay. So but Darth. Got, so Darth Vader's in it then. By the sounds <laughs> of it, I'd say yes. Um, but it, it's it's implied because the first um, characters you fight with lightsabers are inquisitors that were first introduced in Rebels, I think. And what are you doing in this one? Like, what's your? Do you have like a radar you're just trying, to destroy? Or? You're trying to <laughs> find um, some sort of holocron or something. It's yeah. always a holocron in Star Wars, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. Um, where you are finding the lost Jedi, basically, because because after Order sixty six, everyone went into hiding. And this is going to tell you where you can find other Jedi children and whatnot. There's cool Younglings. flashbacks. They're called Younglings. Younglings Jedi, yeah. uh, thanks, Chase. <laughs> um, but there's cool flashbacks as yeah, well. There is. Um, and there's a cool, like, you know, Order 66 sort of flashback thing. That oh, I haven't seen it. that. Oh, sorry. That's all right. What I is Order 66? Of, I thought you were That's, that's the whole thing that kill all Jedi. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, that was yeah. the switch where you just, where, was, where the stormtroopers. Let's be honest, that wasn't a surprise. I was expecting, I was hoping something like that would sorry, happen. So that's cool. Yeah, that's that all right. I, I've got to say, I really loved parts of this game and Jono hasn't finished it. And when, no. when I was up to where Jono was up to in the game, like about a bit over halfway, I, I was absolutely loving it. I'm enjoying it. It's just that this fight's given me the yeah. absolute irritants. If you watch the first stage of the, of the game, you, would, you wouldn't be surprised. You, wouldn't, you would be like, this is absolutely uncharted. Like the first stage yeah. is completely yeah. uncharted. Then you start getting your lightsaber and battling and whatnot. 
I had to turn the difficulty down to the second easiest where yeah, the description is you are new to action games, mm-hmm. which really like made me feel a bit dead inside. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just couldn't. I, I, it's fine. It's, not, the mo- it's the bosses. Uh, not even the bosses. So the, what the difficulty bosses level are you on? The easiest? Uh, no, I think I'm on... It sounds like maybe you can turn it down then. Yeah, and I, I might have to. It's, I, it's fine. I don't want to though. I started the game on the second hardest difficulty. Yeah. And then when I got to like the second boss and I just kept on getting decimated. Yeah, I did too. And I've got to say the last, well, it's not the very last, but the two bosses before made me not really like the game near as much. It was just so frustrating. Mm. And the, when I did win in the end, particularly with the second last boss, when I beat that character, I don't know what I did differently any other time. Yeah. Like, you know, when you play a game and it's like, all right, like, like Sekiro, that, that was, or Devil May Cry would be a better example even as well, where it's like, I can dodge everything in that game and I can attack and keep my combo going. And if I make a mistake, it's because I made a mistake. If I get hit, it's because I didn't read the enemy's kind of, you know, their tell. Whereas in Sekiro, you've got to learn to tell. But in Devil May Cry, you can just see it and respond to it. In this, you get into an animation and you can't get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Like you'll be doing some sort of big kind of three-hit combo. That's and very, you, and you'll that's see very them, Monster Hunter. Yep, yeah, and you'll see them turn red and it's an unblockable attack. And you know your stuff. And you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And, and if the, you don't, can't get away to get BD to give you a stim pack or whatever it is, it's all over. And I, it took me for that second last boss, three different plays of the game, each time probably about 30 or 40 minutes, getting nowhere. And then, like I said, when I did beat the character, I don't know what I did differently. I just and I had I had like two stim packs to spare. Yeah, it was so frustrating. But up to that point, I did like it. Yeah, I wish, like you said, you asked the question about did it feel like a lightsaber? There were times I don't know why, but there were times where it really didn't. Mm. And like you could force push people off the cliff or pull them towards you. Yeah. And I love doing that, but then sometimes you couldn't. And it was just a bit inconsistent. I found yeah. that, that that frustrated me about the game. But overall, like, and, I think and it how was a quickly great you game. can use up your force powers unless yeah. you hit someone to get them back. Yeah, like to recharge your meter. So this is made by Respawn. Yeah. yeah. So Titanfall people. Yep. Apex yeah. Legends people. I think they did better with Titanfall. I, I mean, can enjoy- you see some Titanfall influences? Yeah, like the wall running and stuff like that. You can feel it. I mean, there's elements that seem similar, but like Joe's saying, I, it's look, it's a lovely game. Yeah. It looks nice. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, this is a great game. You, you yeah. haven't got a game this good, like like a single player campaign this good for a very long time. Um, but personally, I'd rather instead of I've been finding I've been finding a lot of creatures on the planets more so than stormtroopers, and I'd rather be fighting the Empire than fighting. I don't know why are you fighting all the. Why, why, what are they doing? They're just living there. Yeah, poor things. Every every creature that I encounter on the planet wants to attack me and kill me. And there's a different a different pair or three different monsters on every planet. And it's just like, oh, leave me alone. The only thing I like about the creatures is that you slice their limbs off, whereas with the stormtroopers, we cut them in half. Yeah, just, the stormtroopers. Is it a violent game? I mean, obviously it's violent, it, nah. but not gory in any nah, way. Because nah. lightsabers, what they do is they've never been, you know, yeah. hacking off limbs hasn't been particularly gory or. Well, it or, shouldn't be because if it's like you know. I know. A beam of light. But it's also meant to be accessible for all ages. If you're doing full-on Sekiro stuff, it's a... There's there's a couple of points in the game where I absolutely loved it. Like, and that really made me feel like the Prince of Persia, Sands of Time moments where, you know, you're climbing the tower and it was just all that. There's one part, I can't remember if it was before or after, but I don't think it's a big spoiler for you, Jono, where you're climbing this tree and there's some sort of creature that you kind of go towards and you get to kind of interact with it 
And okay. it's, it's awesome. I loved it. And it felt magical. Yeah. And it felt very, you know, Star Wars-esque, even yeah. though it was very lush and all, like, you know, it was kind of that whole Kashyyyk kind of thing, the, the Wookiee um, planet. Um, I love those those moments. And then there's like the, the other worlds, which is kind of like the dark, you know, evil world. And, I haven't been there yet. Oh, it was mm. cool. Like I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the different it. kind of. Is it a long game? Took me a while to finish it. What's that? I, eight hours, ten hours? No, nah, no, nah, much more than that. I'd say fifteen, twenty, maybe yeah. more. I don't know. Wow, because because it's it's a bit Metroid-like in that you can you can't access certain points until you get certain abilities. Right, you can go back and find certain. And things. by the end, there's no fast travel. By the end, do you will you definitely get all of your abilities? I didn't. Like, yeah, I can see that. You so you, there is a grind. Yeah, which yeah. is hence the bonfires. Yeah, and and. Yeah. The game technically does some really cool things when your ship takes off on each planet. I just loved going to the front. You could see out the window. Yeah, that's it was, cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that was um, your, done. The characters surrounding you are awesome. I yeah. really loved – I like the main character. A lot of people didn't. Cal? Did yeah, I like Cal. Yeah, I think he's, he's awesome. He's good. Yeah. I, like, I, think he's a, I like the actor that plays him. He was yeah. in uh, Gotham, I think. Ah, okay. Cool. He's, he's a great character. Yeah. All the supporting cast are great. Yeah. Um, the, the main bad guy, is, she's awesome. Like the one that you kind of second sister, second sister, yeah. yeah she's is that she's, her name? Yeah, that that's her. Is that her rank? Is that her? Yeah, they seem to. That name, sounds cool. They seem to yeah. name the Inquisitors that way. Inquisitors are just fallen Jedi who work for Darth Vader. Inquisitors to hunt Jedi. always like sound like that. Always sounds awesome in any game. Really. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So, in order of uh, best to worst, although it's kind of obvious. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, that's not so 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 true. Um, what would you say is between the Mandalorian? What's this game called? Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order and whatever Rise the latest Skywalker. Star Wars film is. Um, what's what's your best to worst? <laughs> the order you just said it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's completely, for me, it's the Mandalorian, Jedi Fallen Order, Rise of Skywalker. Would you yeah, say I'd, I'd put Mandalorian first. I'd put the other two ahead of each other for different reasons. Again, you can't do that. You've got well, to say. Well, I guess I'll, I'll put the Rise of Skywalker ahead just for how cool the Ray and um, they were cool. Ray so a single moment in a film. No, no, no. The, the whole thing, the whole interaction between Ray and Kylo. No, no. But I'm talking everything. about it. Well, all right. All the, all them. Because of them. Their few moments that they yep. had together, which wasn't that many. Not really. No. In comparison, to this whole game. Because or, were, or it's 60, 70 percent of this game. Yeah, like I said, there were just there were parts of this game that were really frustrated. All right, fair enough. Uh, so that I won't, I won't push in the other direction. Yeah. What about you? You don't play the game. Uh, so the game, the game wins. Uh, Mandalorian is good. Rest, not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Um, to be honest with you, I'll probably end up playing this game at I'll, some point. I'll lend to the game if you want some of them. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll definitely give it a go. It sounds like this. And, and I love anything Respawn pushes yeah. out. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, I think they deserve the support and stuff. So Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Well, this has been another fun podcast in season two of Versus Player. You can listen to all of our other episodes in the usual places. And if you've got suggestions for our episodes, definitely write on in. We'd love to hear from you. Um, thanks again, guys. And see you again next episode. Hopefully Darth Vader's in that one. This is player.